the Boss Man Show. That's promised. I told you we have on the show. My man, now he's at you, man. He's a minute man up there in Massachusetts. My man, Matt McCall. Coach, how you feeling up there in Massachusetts, man? All that cold weather, man. You know you're a warm weather boy like me. <laughs> Bo- boss Man, I'm looking out my window right now in the practice facility and the snow's coming down sideways, Boss Man. So it's, uh, it's an adjustment for me. Uh, it's going to take some time. I got to get some winter clothes up here, maybe some snow boots. Uh, but obviously, man, really excited for this unbelievable opportunity, uh, for me, for my family and, uh, ready to get to work, man. It's, um, it's a special place, a lot of tradition, a lot of history and, uh, really looking forward to this opportunity and getting to work. I hear you. I hear you, Coach. And I tell you, man, like for you, man, you two years of Chattanooga laid a great foundation there. So, Coach, where's you leave Chattanooga? How you feel like that's some foundation laid there for the next coach coming in there? And how you gonna move forward here with the Minutemen of UMass? Well, obviously, I think Chattanooga is a special place. It'll always have a place near and dear to our heart. Uh, the relationships that we created there, uh, the memories that we created, uh, it's special. The players, the administration, the coaches. Uh, we'll always be indebted to all the people there in Chattanooga, and that's the hard part is when you leave a place, um, those memories and those people that you leave behind. But uh, we'll have a relationship that will last us a lifetime. I know David Blackburn's going to get a terrific coach in there. You know, obviously there's there's five seniors that departed, uh, so that coach gets in there is going to be able to really put his stamp on, on the program from a recruiting standpoint uh, right when he walks in. And, you know, being up here, uh, being at this great institution, this great university, uh, obviously, there's some terrific players in the program. We've got to kind of hit the ground running here, you know, with building our staff, with getting people in place and hit the ground running in recruiting and, and obviously developing relationships with these guys and these players. Exactly, Coach. And uh, what about the UMass relationships that you built so far in AD there and the president that made you say, hey, this is, I'm going to leave Chattanooga to come up here because I know it was hard for you to leave that school behind. So what about the administration up there at UMass that will say, hey, this is where I need to be at? Well, I think there's a young athletic director that's hungry. Uh, He's similar age to me and his vision for the program moving forward. Uh, People want basketball to be a winner. You know, um, it's, it's a school, it's an area where, you know, basketball is, is really, really important. Not that other sports aren't important, but you know, basketball is at the top of that list and there's a pride and there's a passion for it. Uh, I think the resources and infrastructure that are in place here uh, are through the roof. Uh, the practice facility, the arena. There's just so much to sell in recruiting that, you know, really makes this job one of the elite jobs in the Atlantic 10 and, and in the Northeast. And, you know, obviously one, you know, final factor for me is is my wife being from up here, getting her closer back to home, uh, being close to her family. You know, listen, as a coach, you're on the road a lot. There's a lot of lonely nights for her. And, you know, it's for her to be closer to her family, I think is great. And, you know, it, it means a lot to her to be back up here in the Northeast. And speaking of your caring heart and your concern, like I read where you took less money to give more money to your assistants and in the program. And what led you to make a decision, Coach, to make sure that your assistants were taken care of, that pool was a little bit higher, and the program has things that you can get to keep the basketball budget going forward and, and, and the positive and in that black night in the red? Listen, I, I, you know, I think you're only as good as the people around you, and you got to have really, 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 really good people around you uh, that can recruit, that can scout, that can run individual workouts, that can invest and make re- you know build relationships with your players. You're only as good as those people around you. And we, in order for this thing to get going in the direction that everybody wants it to, 
we got to have really, really high-level people that operate at a high level uh, to make this thing the best place possible. Uh, here there, folks. I'm Matt McCall here on the Boss Man Show. And, Coach, talk about recruiting a little bit here, Coach. Uh, it's a real far front of ground up there in the Northeast, Coach. A lot of great players up there. So well, how are you going to sell this program to people in the Northeast to get them guys to stay home with you? And I'll making the school a national brand once again with guys like, hey, let's go play a UMass. I remember them, those guys, they went to the Final Four. Now they gave back up to come with a new head coach. So how are you going to promote the program going forward, Coach, get the guys on national level and the Northeast level to come and play play for you guys and be in that 18 and get you that championship that you won in 18? Well, I think first and foremost, you know, we recruit to the school. It's one of the best public institutions in the country. You know, we recruit to our facilities and our infrastructure. Uh, our practice facility is one of the best ones, if not the best one in the Atlantic 10, and really recruit to our style, how we do things, how we operate, our style of play, but how we really invest in players both on and off the floor. I think recruiting to all those things is important, and it's a big-time sell, and uh, it's a fun brand of basketball. And the way we do things, I think guys really enjoy playing, and um, we'll continue to recruit to that and build around that and hopefully can get some terrific high-level players that are also high-character kids in this program and move it forward. And, Coach, for the guys on the roster, what will you be doing next few days to kind of get to know them a little bit better, get them to get a feel for you? And we get you to get on the court, those guys kind of see what you have before you get out there and recruit hard. Yeah, man, I think it's the biggest thing is building trust. And the only way you can really build trust is starting to get in the gym with them and show them how things are going to be done. I think it's huge. I think it's big. And that's really what we're going to do here to hit the ground running is just start getting in the gym with them and really start to build relationships through that. And I hear you. And, Coach, looking at the A-10, I mean, those guys had teams in the tournament this year, multiple teams in that tournament. So what you feel about that league as a whole? You got Coach Grant's down there dating now as well. And so you feel like they can be one of the best leagues outside the, outside the power conference leagues is the A-10 because I feel like Rhode Island, VCU, and Dayton, you already got three solid teams. They add UMass to it and they're with you there. So how you feel about that league as a whole being one of the best teams conference outside the power five? Well, listen, man, it's, it's a humbling experience because you just got terrific coaches, high-level coaches that have done terrific jobs. Uh, already uh, there has been some turnover in the league whether it's at BCU or Dayton uh, and those those programs have both got really really good coaches in place so there'll be no nights off uh, we're going to have to bring it every single night and that starts with the foundation we lay here you know these first 90 days on the job and coach looking at the NCAA tournament process the selection process coach do you feel like we had some clear a clear-cut what what you need to do? Whether well, it's top fifty wins, road wins, or, so, so you can kind of know as a, a league like yours, if you don't get the LR automatic B, you may not get in. So how, you want to have that, that clear cut, knowing what you need to do to make sure you can get a business get that at large bid. Well, I think the biggest thing is is starting with the foundation that we lay here uh, with how things are going to be done, how how we're going to do things, not just on the floor with style of play, but off the floor and really holding guys accountable and doing the right thing. Uh, and then, you know, once you get into the season, boss, man, you've got to be able to win some games in your non-league. You've got to be able to beat schools from Power 5 conferences. And then once you get into your league, night in and night out, competing for that regular season championship to put yourself in the best possible position towards the top of the A-10, you know, to get yourself, you know, an at-large bid into the NCAA tournament. And, Coach, you know, I was covering Georgia Tech up there in New York earlier this week for the NIT. And do you like that this new rule maybe coming in with the files resetting in, in, at 9.59 or do you want to go to, go to quarters or you still want them to advance the ball? That's something you want to see the, the committee look at to maybe make the game even better than it already is right now, Coach? 
Bossman, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not really paying that much close attention to any rule changes right now. It's been, <laughs> I got you. It's been a whirlwind of a week. If they decide to make some changes, we'll adjust. Um, you know, and I know that that they'll do what what they feel is best for the game. You know, I'm I, I, right now for me. I gotta invest in these players. Uh, I gotta yes. hit the run, ground running and recruiting, and we gotta build a staff. So. That's my focus. I'll worry about the rules later on in the summer. <laughs> All right, now, Coach, because you mentioned Anthony Granite Dayton. Now, Heisman Fields will be competing against one of your good buddies in the business, somebody you've known for a long time, compete against him when you get in conference play, Coach. And that's going to be a thrill for you and Coach Donovan and all of you involved at Florida Tree. Yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, obviously I have the utmost respect for Coach Grant. He's one of my mentors. Uh, when I finished being a graduate assistant at Florida, he offered me my first job at VCU. Uh, I have the utmost respect for him. Uh, he's a friend. I'm happy for him and his family. For him to get a chance and an opportunity to go back to his alma mater is terrific. Uh, you never like competing against your friends, uh, especially when you're as close as me and him are. But, um, you know, I couldn't be happier for, for him and his family. And, you know, Coach Donovan said he's, there's no question he's coming to that matchup when, when the two of us square off. And final one for you, Coach. There's no, I cover a lot of hard games. You know, I don't know you got Wes Wilcox, really great. So, Coach, can you give us a story about Wes Wilcox? So, what it's like to be around? Who and how happy you are for him? The way he's done it with the Hawks now as a GM of the Hawks. No, listen, man. Wes is is one of the best. Uh, he's a guy that that I, I look at kind of similar to myself. That you know, it started at the bottom and completely worked himself all the way to the top uh, through his work ethic, through the way he treats people. Uh, I think he's just, you know, one of the best GMs in the in the country and in the NBA, and you know, really happy for him. And obviously, me and him have a terrific relationship, and just have the utmost respect for him. Not just, you know, the job he does as, as a GM, but for the type of person he is. And coach, before you go, I'm gonna tell you, coach, I'm gonna send you some Kango hats, man. I got out some new shipments in. I'm gonna send some up up your way, coach. Make sure you keep your head warm up there, man. Oh, that cold yeah, boss, man, we gotta keep my head warm up here. It's a little chilly, so. <laughs> And you got an opportunity to send me more of those hats. We're going to need them up here. No question about it. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, Coach, congrats on your new job, man. I'm so happy for you, Coach. I look forward to seeing you real soon, man. All right, brother. Appreciate you, boss, man. All right, folks. Snap a call here on the Boss Man Show. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. 
Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Show was just joined by Matt McCall of uh, UMass New Coach up there. Now we're joined by Joel Corey of CBSSports.com. Joel, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I can't complain, man. Good offseason for the NBA and the NBA NFL, man. Just trying to get things ready for this playoff run for the playoffs with the Hawks and the Falcons. Hopefully, they get back to the Super Bowl one of these days. We don't know. <laughs> hey, well, they've come a long way because when I went, went to Emory, there used to be bumper stickers that said. Uh, go Braves and take the Falcons with you. So that's that's, that's a long way away from those days. No, Joe, let me ask you, if you're just a former agent, man, if you had a client with, with the Falcons, would you? Would they tell you probably they want to leave because they couldn't probably deal with it, being back there, don't knowing what happened, know how hard it's to get back to some ball hangover, just kind of steer them to go somewhere else or stay there and try to overcome what happened and deal something with the Falcons? Well, players – go where money is. So all things being equal and they're comfortable in the situation, they'd want to stay. But if they were a free agent 
and there was more money available elsewhere, I'd say nine and a half times out of ten, they're going to chase the money, even if you're going to go play for the 49ers or the Browns, given that they're in a deep rebuild. But players like money more than anything else. That That's one of their measuring sticks is in terms of respect in the locker room. So whenever a guy says it wasn't about the money, it's always about the money. Just be honest about it to me. <laughs> Exactly, I agree with you. And they're still kind of in that same vein, man, because I talk about this a lot with different guys. The, the, the guys talk to you about the taxes of these different towns they play in, of whether they're going to play there or not, because, you know, California taxes, you know, New York taxes or whatever. The guys maybe tell, tell agents, like, hey, how's it going to look somewhere else versus this, based on why I'm getting taxed here? The guys really think about that when they're trying to get a good con- contract done? Um. Yes, you get into the higher levels, you you have it come up more and more because that's something we used to do with the use of one of the accounts the players had because uh, taxes, tax returns for athletes are much different than the average person because various states will tax the income from when they play in that particular state. So they got to file multiple state ta- income returns. They get the credit back on their uh, home state. So we'd have those guys run the numbers to see – what you would need gross in a California uh, franchise versus a Florida one since Florida has no state tax. Cause what the guys who are going to really benefit, it won't be for a couple of years is um, the Raiders moving from the Bay area to, to Nevada, Las Vegas. There's no state income tax in Nevada. Plus the cost of living is so much cheaper in Las Vegas than it is in the uh, more affluent Bay area places. So they're going to see, a real benefit to their overall uh, net dollars uh, making that move. Yeah, and speaking of these moves, Joel, is, you feel like that, that the moving is now over for a while now with uh, the Raiders going to Vegas, the Chargers going to L.A., the Rams already been there last year. So you think the moving's done now? And you feel like the next move will probably be to threaten and use London as a way to get you somebody to build a stadium for, for the NFL now? I've jokingly said the past couple of years at some point we're going to have the London Jaguars because they play almost every year a game in London and their owner uh, owns one of the Premier League soccer teams. So I think ultimately they may relocate from Jacksonville to London and logistically I think it would have to work where they'd be headquartered someplace on the East Coast, probably in Florida. um, And play maybe three, four games at a time um, at home and then have three, four games at a time away. But the real problem would be if you ever had a team in London that was really good and was hosting a playoff game, I don't know how that would work. Oh, God, yeah. That, that, that's to be like the travel nightmare of the century, trying to travel eight hours for a playoff game and then travel back and put the play somewhere else. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's – I think that's the problem for me probably about hey to travel is how the guys will be tired from the other team and and the London team, whatever that may be, be so out of gas. It's just from jet lag all the time. Plus also the taxes over there are so much more greater than they are here. So I don't know if they have to have some sort of uh subsidy or what because the players would really get hit the reverse of what happens going to California and Nevada. Having a income um, being in a uh, United Kingdom, uh, Great Britain, so there there are some ancillary factors that have to be worked out worked out besides just physically relocating. 
Yes, indeed. Folks, joined by Joel Corey, CBS Sports here on the Boss Man Show. You know, I want to talk to you about Tony Romo because I've been keeping up with this. I'm, I'm a Cowboy fan at heart. You know, I'm in Atlanta. I'm really a Cowboy fan. I know that's hard for fact to hear this, Joel, but I'm a Cowboy fan. So, yeah. So, but uh, Jerry Joel talked about the do right rule by Tony, Tony Romo, but he agreed that he was going to let release him before the fair agency started, then he didn't do it. And now he's holding him hostage pretty much, and it's kind of crazy because – the OTA started in about two weeks. You don't want him coming through the, those doors there and causing the rift with the, with the team. Because already I've heard multiple reports that he's not talking to Jason Gary at all. He's kind of distancing himself from the team. So why would Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, hold this guy hostage knowing that it's going to get worse as the more you keep him around? Well, I was first surprised that he announced his do-right rule, which he's just paying lip service to because Romo's still a uh, Dallas Cowboy. I always expect that teams will do what's in their best interest on their own timetable unless compelled to do otherwise. So no one's going to really begrudge Jerry for trying to get a draft pick from whether it's the Texans, the Broncos, or whomever. But at some point, you come to the realization there is no trade market, and if you don't want him around, you cut him. You really don't want Tony Romo showing up for the start of the offseason workout program if he's not going to be a part of the team. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it would be awkward for everyone, and and he could make it even more awkward by uh, being someone who's just hard to be around. And sometimes that's the easiest way to get your way and get out of town. And two, if he got hurt working out for Dallas, they could be stuck with his $14 million salary, which would come off the books they cut him if it's a serious, serious enough injury, and then instead of getting some cap relief, which would be $5.1 million or 10.7 in 2017, depending upon how they – or 14, depending upon how they cut him, uh, they'd be stuck with uh, the current $24.7 cap number on the book. So I could see I see more harm than good coming out of that, trying to wait or try to create a – non-existent trademark to try to get a late round pick for him so it'll be interesting to see if Romo does show up um and how they handle it if he does yeah because I feel like if he shows up it's obvious he's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott it's pretty obvious he's better you know everybody knows that in Dallas that he's better but Dak is the young stud they want to groom him and grow him as well but he could Say let's, let's compete, Dak, and he can really get very tense down in Dallas. Because I, I even read some stories where they say him and Dak have kind of had some tense moments there, which I can only imagine. You know, so Jerry Jones is pretty much playing on fire right now here with Tony Romo. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. He is playing on fire. Because um, you're right. What if Tony shows up and he handled the uh, demotion or conceding his job? Uh, with that most class last year, what if he comes back and goes, no, nah, if I'm going to, if you're not going to release me, then let's open the job up and let the best man win. I think it's me. They don't need that. Because <laughs> last year he could have been a huge distraction in the locker room and derailed their season, but he did them a huge favor by not saying a word and accepting being a backup quarterback. If he comes in and has the mindset, I'm here to compete. I don't think they wouldn't want him around, the, particularly since uh, Prescott is now the guy. You don't want to have that distraction, even if it is just a few weeks in the offseason. Exactly. And the Cowboys' cap situation is not that great. 
uh, Witten just did a, a deal, but we don't know what the details are of the deal. Probably, do you have you seen actually? The I, actually, I know. I know that. Yeah, I know the the, the details. Um, he was going in the final year of his contract. His cap number hasn't changed yet. They tacked on four non guaranteed years, but what the Cowboys and other teams have been starting to do over the past 10, 15 years is they stick a clause in there, which gives them a discretionary right to convert base salary to signing bonus. And the player has to sign the uh, new deal once they do the conversion. So they needed the year. So at some point this offseason, if they want to, they can take part of his base salary, turn it into signing bonus, prorate it over the five years, the current year, and the four new years to get cap relief. That was their main consideration for doing it since there's no guaranteed money after this year. So, and Witten's not getting a raise from for 2017 for tacking on the four years it's a very team friendly four-year extension so he could they could cut him or he could retire at the end of the year and they wouldn't be any worse off except for the money that they presumably at some point will convert to signing bonus that would be a cap charge in 2018 if he's not around now, Joe, for, for a lot, of, I get a lot of fans who say, "Why are the Cowboys letting people go and letting people do this?" Can you explain to the listeners here about the salary cap? How you can you, you, they—they're paying for their top-flight players, but you can't pay everybody. You can't work everybody in under a hard cap. Not the NBA was a soft cap. You kind of go over the cap to sign to sign your own guys. So, could you kind of explain how the Cowboys are using their cap space on their best players and having a good team around their best your nucleus, not just trying to keep. Uh, Barry Trotter really wasn't that great of a, a safety or a Wilcox. You gotta get those Cowboys fans here in Atlanta that, that kind of clear picture that I've been trying to tell them for the last, I don't know how many weeks and years. Well, part of the thing is the Cowboys are one of your most aggressive teams in how they manage the cap. That They like to rob Peter to pay Paul, kick the can down the road, and approach it like it's a credit card where I'm not going to pay for something today, I'm going to pay for it later and make the minimum payment so it ultimately costs more in the long run because the interest, I'm talking about the credit card. What they do is they'll convert base salary into signing bonus and put off cap obligations into the future. That's why they don't have any cap room going into into off-seasons. In this off-season, they were $13 million over the cap and had to restructure Tyron Smith for the third straight year. Travis Frederick restructured his contract just to – get under the cap, which meant there was no way they were ever going to be able to keep uh, Morris Claiborne, Brandon Carr, or Barry Church because they were going to command too much money. And Ronald Leary was as good as gone as well. Um, you have Lyle Collins, who was supposed to be a starter anyway. So Dallas really needs a great draft in order to uh, – make up for some of the losses. I'm not calling Nolan Carroll the answer to uh, your cornerback problems because Philadelphia cornerback was a big deficiency and they didn't make any real effort to re-sign him. Exactly. And, and Joe, if you could, uh, when they do these contracts, like say the, the Bryce Butler contract is like a one year, one point one million dollar deal or, or those uh, deals they did with like Stephen Paya and all those kind of guys, how do they structure their contract to make it fit under the cap? Is that more so they try to put that, that dummy year at the back of it, just kind of spread that bonus out, or they kind of take all the hit in one year? How, how do they kind of structure those contracts right there, Joe? Yeah, well, Dallas, when they had to take that cap penalty in 2012, with Brandon Carr's contract, they had a sixth year, which was automatically voidable. 
so they can stretch out the uh, signing bonus and uh, when they restructure the second year, so they can have another year to stretch out the signing bonus. You see some teams who are more aggressive in managing the cap, like New Orleans do that. Like Nick Fairley's deal was a really a one-year deal, but it had a couple of dummy years, which you could automatically void on a certain date, so there's a cap charge for them. They did that with Drew Brees' one-year extension. Um, he's got three dummy years on his deal, uh, so if they don't do anything with Drew Brees before the middle of February 2018, then those three dummy years are going to go away, and they're going to have an $18 million cap charge for Drew Brees and then have to re-sign him. And if he goes someplace else, he may have the highest cap charge on the team playing someplace else in 2018. So it all depends on how you manage the cap. And some teams push the envelope more than others. Dallas is one of those offenders. New Orleans is one of those offenders. Um, and that that's fine, and it'll work as long as the uh, cap goes up annually the way it has been, a good 7 8%. But the day the cap is stagnant and it's flat, that becomes a major problem, and you're going to have a ton of guys who get released because they can't afford them cap-wise. But fortunately, we've had good cap growth past few years in that should stay the same for the next couple of years at least. A turn to NBA, Joe. I was on something interesting that kind of caught my attention is how uh, the Pacers cut Rodney Stuckey because he had a, a date in his contract to where it would automatically kick in for next year, which is kind of which is a few days before they released him. So why would an agent actually agree to that contract uh, knowing that they could probably cut him before season's over with and not guarantee that next year? Uh, was that kind of us, hey, we're going to take a roll of dice with that deal, or was that kind of like, you know, let's take it while we can, see if, see if they'll just not do it? So can you talk about that deal a little bit with Stucky and if the Pacers? Yeah, well, just generally that concept, you see that more with your fringe or marginal guys because you'll see each year guys sign one-year deals that have either a guarantee if they make it out of training camp, the salary becomes guaranteed, or you'll see a lot of guys, and pay attention to this from now on, right around January 7th, 8th, 9th, you'll see a bunch of guys get released because in the collective barring agreement, if you're on the roster January 10th, um, and your contract wasn't guaranteed, then it becomes guaranteed by the CBA. So you'll see guys get released uh, at that point. And then after January 10th, you can start signing guys to 10-day contracts. So, yeah, you'll see some guys like in Stuckey's case that will have a guarantee in the actual contract where if he played well, it would have been a no-brainer for the team to pick it up. But – Particularly, you'll see that with guys who are trying to reprove themselves or maybe it's a long-term deal. And then in the last year of the deal, uh, there'll be uh, a mechanism where uh, the contract for the next year becomes guaranteed by a certain date. But uh, you won't see that more for your superstars. If anything, they may have like a player option to uh, terminate the deal at, at their discretion as opposed to anything else. Speaking of a player option, uh, Paul Millsap has a player option. This offseason he's going to probably decline it. Uh, do you see Atlanta Hawks actually giving Paul Millsap the max contract of five years, $209 million. They didn't want to give Al Horford five years, one fifty-three. Uh I think Paul Millsap is, is, like a, is, a, is a goner. I don't think he'll, he'll be back next year. Uh, do you thought the Hawks should have 
maybe went with total rebuild with, you know, with Dwight Howard's, uh, with Daniel Shooter just trying to rebuild it, trying to run and keep it going what they tried this year. And it kind of filled out on them at the fifth seed still. Didn't make any traction in the Eastern Conference. So they kind of blew that thing up. So I feel about this situation with the Millsap contract kind of leading the Hawks down, down a different road here. Well, this year in the East, just get in and see what happens because Cleveland can't guard anybody, so there's no guarantee we're going to get a rematch like everyone anticipated in the preseason. But, yeah, I have a hard time seeing the Hawks pay what is the new max money for Paul Millsaps. He's a very good player, but when you start talking $40 million a year, you start scratching your head and you start thinking that's really money reserved for, like, the LeBrons, the Kevin – uh, Durant's, the James Harden's of the world. So knowing that the cap's going to keep going up the way it is, maybe it would have made more sense just to keep Al Horford and pay his max because it's going to be a lot lower than the max in the future. But if they don't make a decent playoff run, maybe it's time to kind of blow it up and start over because the worst place you want to be in the NBA is be good enough to make the playoffs but not make a major playoff run because you're kind of in limbo because you'll never get a good enough draft pick to get a real impact player when you're picking outside the lottery and you're also not good enough to be a team which can really contend. So if the Hawks' uh, regular season is any indication of what happens in the playoffs, they're going to have to rethink. They may have to think about blowing it up. If I went for you, Joe, just looking at the Hawks' roster – Seth Lose is a free agent, so it's hard to work junior for agent as well. Chris Herbert is a free agent. Paul Millsap is a free agent. You know, a lot of the uh, – Mike Dunleavy is a free agent as well at the end of the year. A lot of the guys that the core dudes is over free agent. So, I think about the default the Hawks have, have to rebuild next year anyway because they can't pay everybody this free agent right now. And I think the first time I was like, Paul Millsap when – but I just think, like, man, you can't pay that guy. You should have paid Al Horford. I think Coach Bud and Coach Mr. Wilcox maybe overplayed their hand right there, and then it kind of stuck. It kind of crapped out a little bit there and messed that one up. Yeah, because you're not getting – if you were getting the Dwight Howard that was in Orlando, then you'd have a piece where you probably have a top two or three seed and maybe have a top seed in the East the way the records have worked out. But – with all the uh, potential, all the expiring contracts, and then trading Corver to Cleveland, it kind of sends a signal that maybe you are going to go in the rebuilding mode because uh, the composition of the team uh, could be a lot different uh, next year than this year, and particularly if you don't pay uh, Millsaps the money he's going to think he deserves. Because to me, the worst thing you can do is panic and pay someone max money when they're not a max player (laughs) because to me you're not going to get that type of value from that player and that makes it hard for you to bring in the other pieces at the appropriate amounts of money when you've got him making someone making max money when they really shouldn't you got that right. Uh, Joel, I thank you for your time again today. It's been great talking to you here on, on the show. Have, have you on again once more. I'm looking forward to doing for, what you getting down the road, okay, man? All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right, folks. That's Joel Craig on the Boss Man Show.
all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Cowboys and salary cap and contracts 
now is time for this week's listener emails. And I bring in my girl Jay Monique to read the emails. Jay, what is good with you? Hey, it's your girl. Email time. Hey. <laughs> yeah, email time, which means that I won't see my name for about the next 20 minutes probably correctly. So, Jay, let me know what I got to hear about today. All right, listener email. Brooklyn and Olivia Mayock. Whoa. Okay. Brooklyn, you may understand more than Olivia. I hate when these Johnson having things like myself be in waste room and they want to check out my Johnson while I'm wasting. What's their deal? I want to ouch them. Let me know. Randy and Montclair. Randy, her name's not quote Brooklyn. Her name ain't quote Olivia. But I do understand more than quote Olivia does or whoever you want to call her is. What, what he's trying to say is he hates when he be in the bathroom and other dudes want to check out your Johnson while you taking a leak. And that's a problem. First of all, why are you checking out my junk? Why are you looking over at my Johnson? Just do your business, get out, and let's be done. You know, we're not here trying to compare sizes here because they don't mind. You know what I'm saying? What's their deal? I don't know what their deal is, uh, Randy. What's your deal? Brooklyn Olivia? What's, what is your deal, my man? Want to out them? Want to out you? I'm gonna tell you that right now, my man. Get my name right. Brooklyn ain't my name. I hate Brooklyn for various reasons. But ain't that why they talk up there? I'm gonna Olivia. Who the hell is that? Who's Mayock? Get out of here, man. Look, tell do look at your Johnson. Ask him why he's looking at your package and move on with your day, my man. Simple as that. Okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. Who who's Olivia in Brooklyn? It's like nobody here is named Brooke, Brooklyn Olivia. Oh, my gosh. I could have sworn we went over this. And um, who knows? Maybe the other guys are maybe are gay or, you know, on the DL. Why are they looking at your job? Because there is a problem with another guy looking at somebody else's job. Then. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, so man, You should not. You should keep your head down when you're in the, at the restaurant. You don't keep your head down. Don't be looking over. Your head straight. North, south. Not east and west. North, south. Only. Exactly. Listener email. Get out of here. Get your mind right, Randy. Listener email. Mike and Michelle. Okay, you know what? (laughs) Circle me on this one. I'd be a part of a church. They are turning as hell. It's just so a toying peeling with them. And make not walnuts to church. They trick me like I'm kid or something. I'm 32. Just because Isner a part of church sin, I was a small thing, don't mean I be what they talk. In this new world, I need it. Word up. Devin Ricky Carlos in Texas. What the hell is that, Devin Ricky? What the hell is that? I mean, I'm about to circle you. Who is Mike? Who is Mike and Michelle? That's my first question to you, my man. Circle you. What does that even mean? Are you, are you a test? Are you like on a... On a Standardized his idea a pencil to color you in, like circle me. What are you? I be part of a church. I get that. They attorney. What does that mean? Attorneying? I don't get that. Montoya and Pillar, maybe not wanna uh if I, I may can infer what you're trying to say, maybe they get on your nerves in church. Maybe something like that. Hey, go to another church, my man. You try to get kid or something, go to another church, man. Tell them to get off and go to hell. Uh, I don't know what you mean by donut thing talk. I don't think, you know, it's a the problem. What is this new world? Did I miss the memo about a new world? Did I miss this memo? No. 
No, he didn't miss no memo because I didn't know there was a new world either. I'm lost. Okay. Word up. Are you cameo, my man? Word up. And fine and thin. And you can't send a good email, so you have bad takes. Word uh, up. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how he sends his email, and at the end he says, word up after talking about the church. Because... <laughs> I'm assuming that what, what I don't get circle me on this one. I don't get what that even means. Maybe I missed the memo on that too. But uh, from what I understand, he's part of a church. And when they when he says the attorneying is how I'm assuming annoying, and it's annoying dealing with them. How you appealing? How to dealing? I don't get it. But okay. And I I believe it it makes him not want to go to church. And they talk to him like he's a kid or something. And he's 32 years old. Uh, just because he's part of a church, I don't get the part. I was a small thing. Donut. Maybe means doesn't. Do, you know, does not. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> but I don't know what he means. But may, but all I'm getting out of this is that he goes to this church and they're annoying as hell and they keep on talking to him like a kid. Okay, just Please. mind your business. You going there to serve the Lord, my man? You ain't going there to serve them. Fuck them. Or he can leave. Go find another church. Exactly. This church is around every corner. So you don't like that church? Go go to another church where they'll treat you with more respect and not talk to you like you were a kid. Exactly. Listen to our email. Tree four and third D. I'm done. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm done at that already. Okay. All right. Back up. Bring it to me. Deep in the night. Trouble, trouble, take me there. That way. Tie up the back hairball. Warm up and, and out. Got the block. Raheem in the low side T. Sir! What's your deal? That was nothing. That was a bunch of nothing, my man. What are you talking about? What's a tree for a third D? What the hell does that mean? Rest your email, I don't care about your email. What what are you talking about? And where's the low side tea? Are you at the tea party? What the hell you mean? Are you in Britain? Come on over a tea party? What are you talking about, my man? Are you lost? Are you gone? Oh my god, that's terrible. I have nothing for that. I have nothing for this man. It's, I have nothing for that crap. That's terrible. Yeah, it's like, really, my man? It's like, what are you trying to do? Like, you trying to write some lyrics? Because that's what it looks like. You trying to write some lyrics and get a, a record deal signed? My man, we cannot help you. And if these are some lyrics, oh, gosh. Get, get you a ghostwriter. Yeah, I mean, before you even get started, you're, you're the worst of the day already, my man. You're the worst right here already. I'm going to go and call it because that crap is, I don't know what the hell that crap is. Neither no, do sir. I. No, sir, right here. Go to hell. Good day. Next. Exactly. Listen our email. Bob Boss and Ray Monique. Damn. Look at be these clowns at my employer that warming up fish and buying fish and it funking up the office and it seems it seeks out of the break room and lounging the rest of the day. What's wrong with them? They breathe got to think. How you be up on fish at employment yours? Alamo, Caldwell and Backo. Where the hell's back going? <laughs> now I missed that memo too. That's why I'm back on. I'm not aware of. <laughs> what's a back I mean, what state? Okay. Your, your town is weird. Tell me your damn state. 
That helps me out a lot. Because uh, I don't know where Bako is. I don't know where it is. But, okay. When I worked at a different station. I had this issue about this station today where they would have people who would uh, bring fish to the office, to the station, and stump it up. We didn't have a food about it. Like, hey, bring foods that don't have lingering odd smells that make people sick in their stomachs. And since it was hot outside, a warm office mixed with fish, it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. I know. They should not be bringing fish to work. That's not. That's like an unofficial rule. No fish at work. I mean, eat your Captain D's or Red Lobster, wherever the hell you at in the car. Don't bring it inside the office. That's terrible. What's wrong with them? They're stupid. What's wrong with you for sending me a bad email with these our names messed up? What's wrong with you, my man? But still, I get you. They brief. That means that breath got to stink. Yeah, it does stink, man. And yeah, she bring fish to work for the four hours. I agree. I agree with your takes, but my man, the names and some of your words, man. Come on, you're grown man. Break is not spelled B-A-R-K. B-R-E-A-K, my man. Come on. Get together. I agree with you. They're wrong. They're stupid. They're just, just wrong. They're monkey joes. Sell them. That's what the deal is. Tell them to get out of here and get jump in the river, please. But my man, next time, come better, please. Exactly. The sad part is he got our names more closer than the other ones. Did. That's the sad part. But yeah, don't break room isn't spelled B R A K E. This ain't car breaks. Come on now, we ain't, we're not mechanics. <laughs> exactly, like my man. But I do agree with the fish though. Like. I mean, I've worked at some places where people would bring food that just, like, smells like the rest of the day, and it's like you're trying to get through an eight-hour day at work, and it's just not cool. So, yes, I have to agree with that. It's like, you know, eat that stuff at home. You know, I mean, there's so many things to bring to lunch, you know, for a break at work. I mean, there's no reason for that. Bring some spaghetti or something. Mm-hmm. Listener email. 55 by 84. Okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the email's even dumber. You got some passes to the fair concert. You radio people have to hook up. I know it. Bless the listener. Let me kiss 84 uh, uh, point. I saw 84's picks. 84 can get it. Hell, can 84 be my date? 84, let's do it. Five times give the radio prize to 84. Almonds include that 84. Hold it down, 55. I'm out. Andre of Philadelphia. Sir, what in the hell is your deal? What in God's name are you talking about? 55 by 84. What are their fractions, my man? Without a fraction, without a math book, without a, without a professor, what in the hell is wrong with you? 55 by 84? What? What passes do we have? What hookup do we have, my man? Bless you, bless you with knowledge, my man, you're an idiot. You're just gone. You're a monkey, Joe, you're a jabroni. Get your mind right, my man. Me kiss 84, kiss 84. Who's 84. Can I kiss a number, my man? You want some lumber? 84 Lumber Company? What the hell wrong with you? Try to pick what lumber, my man? You want some tell you wood can get it, my man? You want some wood? Be your date? You want wood to be your date, huh? What, man? Get out of here, man. 
holding that for How you holding nothing, dude? Yeah, you, you out. You out of your mind. You shouldn't be out of this world. You need to be in a mental hospital, my man. You are lost and cannot be found. Yes, you are out there. You are out. You are lost. You are a lost cause, a lost file. And all I know is, my, my man, never work this show again. Yeah, he's on some jabroni stuff right there. I'm assuming I'm 84 and you're 55. Where he got these numbers from? I don't know. Is this new numerology? Like, what's going on? I'm confused. I mean, never had somebody address as 55 by 84. <laughs> How do you type that mess even in the that crap That's my thing. Yeah, like he's really referring to us as numbers. Not only that, but I got some passes to a fair and concert. Okay, if we did, what makes you think you won't get them? Exactly. Well, that's the listener. We ain't blessing you with nothing. You can't even get our names. You referring to us as numbers. How, how low down are you? I mean, come on. Ain't nobody here named no 55 or 84. And 84 can get it. If you're referring to me, no. <laughs> Not from you, bro. Exactly. Like, my man, please go to hell. Like, seriously, <laughs> first train down. Go to hell in a handbasket, please. Seriously. Seriously, hell in a handbasket, man. Seriously. Seriously. Woo. Those, that one was terrible, too. So, Jay, what is your take on today's film? I got to say 5584 was the worst one. <laughs> 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 55. Uh, what kind of take is that? That's, I can't even. Where do you come up with that? Where, where do you get that from? I don't get it if it was from a rap song or, or I don't know. Numerology? I don't know. Woo! Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my man. Uh, you lost calls. Yet you are the worst of the day. Seriously. So, folks, if you want to be read uh, in a good way, send good emails to holla at bossmarnyshow.com. That's H-O-L-L-A at bossmarnyshow.com. And me and Jay will read them on the air if they're good enough to make it to the air. Or if they're bad enough to make it to the air, we will clown you for that. So, you need to get clown or praise. You, you, make, you make your choice. You can get clown or praise when you type this radio program. Understand something. You send it over. If I think it's a horrible email, you're going to get clowned about it. It's a good email. I'll take it's a good email. So, I can see. Do that for us, please. And come on after the break. It's Jason Smith with the Boss Report. So, if it's just Boss and Jay on your radio, we are out. Catch you next week on the emails. Jason Smith up next after the break. your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also a vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y 
Pride on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft. Whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft, Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Man show was joined by Matt McCall of UMass, joined by Joe Corey, CBS Sports, and Jay Monique with the emails. Now we're joined by the PD of karaoke out of Memphis, Tennessee, my man J.C. Smith. What's good, bro? What up, what up, what up, boss? We in here, man, trying to knock out another boss report, man. And Lord, Donald Trump, the bomb cereal, man. We like we head to war, bro. World War Three, curse of the Cheeto himself, the orange one, Bruh. Donald uh, Jabroni Trump. 
Man, I better go and gas up, gas up the Cadillac now, man. Gas will be five dollars a gallon this weekend, right? Already, already. I'm glad I drive a Kia, bro. Exactly, <laughs> I drive a Kia. Yeah, man. Sasha got me a Kia, man. Hey. Exactly. Well, folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's about sport. All right, bro, first story is this. We have an alcoholics anonymous. We have drunk kindergarten teacher in Georgia, right here in my backyard, arrested after packing a pistol around her pupils and letting them suck on her nipples. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go back, go back, Bob. I know I'm, I'm making you go back on the first floor, man. You know it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous, we have a drunk kindergarten teacher in Georgia right okay. here in my backyard arrested for packing a pistol around her peoples and letting them suck on her nipples. Okay, see, I had missed the Alcoholics Anonymous part. I thought you said, I heard the teachers. I'm thinking she was in class doing this. She was? Okay, so she's that Alcoholics She was in class? Yeah! Bruh. <laughs> bruh. I'm bruh, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you on this one, man. There's so many things wrong with this one. <laughs> I'm so through. I'm so through with this ball sport tonight. You hear me, man? I don't even know where to go with that one, dog. <laughs> I told you it's going to be crazy. <laughs> I told you. And this you. is Georgia and not Florida, huh? Georgia. Oh, Look, it happened 20 miles from my house, man. Bruh. All right. I already know she had to be. She had to be white, right? I know she got to be white. She wasn't. Oh no, man! What is going on, man? <laughs> Dog, she went white. Oh man, see you messed up. You messed up everything I thought was right with this world, man. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that, man. <laughs> that can't be us, man. That can't be us. Oh, nah, she's one of us, brother. Oh man, you seen the picture? I did. Wow. Hey, those man. Are those, uh, Reese's Cup nipples. Get out of here, man. Those, uh, Milky Way nipples. Oh, sugar daddy nipples. I want to call it. Those. That's crazy, man. Hey. Well, hey, man. So, obviously, she got some, she got some issues, man. She's dealing with some things right now, bro. So, hey, man. Hey, hope. Wherever she at, man, she she get better, man. But that's that's crazy right there. Let kindergartners get get off on a thirty eight double Yeah, kindergartners. Ain't got a in class too. I can see maybe middle school, high school, but come on, not kindergarten, man. <laughs> and you got a pistol in class. That's ridiculous, man. Like, man, she did she she violated. She did what like four or five misdemeanors. Already, all at once, right? Yeah. yeah. Only been held with, without bond, which I you can think? Only imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro, man. What, what we got next, man? That's crazy. We got Florida Kush crazy. Cops catch Piff Puffer stuffing a loud pack in his butt doing the pullover while he was receiving some top off from, from a chick on the side. Man, see. 
that's why you, know, you can't let these folks, you know, just smuggling and all that. That's why I, I think I can never understand why people want to be drugs to begin with. Like, don't y'all realize when, when the drugs came from, man? Like, literally, like, these folks find, like, different cavities, no pun intended, you know what I'm saying, different cavities to hide stuff in and, you know, man, like, why would you even want to take that risk? Like, you, you could be smoking ass, basically. Exactly. Smoking ass, yeah. Then, you know, dude was getting some, some brain off off the top. Yeah. That was it, but was he getting top with the drugs in his ass at the same time, though? That's yes, he was. He was. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. That's, that's kinky as hell, man. That's yeah. kinky as hell right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got drugs in your ass, then. Like, how can you concentrate? Like, how can you focus in on... On getting, on getting some uh, some dough, man. Like, that's crazy. And while you driving and trying to evade the cops. Same oh, thing I forgot he was driving. Man, this man is talented. <laughs> he is talented, man. That is, that's like extreme, extreme driving right there. That's stupid. Okay. Mind you, folks, we're only two stories in tonight. Two stories. This is the crap we already have for you. Two stories. <laughs> Man, you said, yeah, you saying they, they wild, man. You said the stories are crazy. Yeah, we're going to keep it that same theme. Wet and wild. Wisconsin 12-year-old girl suspended from school when principal mistakes a, quote, water snake for a sex toy. Damn, okay. <laughs> they got suspended. So what is a sex toy? It was Which, an actual water snake. It was a water snake. We thought it was a sex toy. Oh man, have you seen some of these sex toys lately, though, man? Like they they get kind of wild now, man. I haven't. You know, dude. Hey, man, I'm telling you, bro. Like I've seen some stuff, man. Like, like for instance, can we, can we say anything? Can, can, I, can I say anything? Can I, can I curse? It's okay. Uh, if you say keep it with the, the, the regular, you know, I still gotta go okay. by the FCC. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just second, man. All right, like. <laughs> This is like certain sex toys. Like I've seen, I'm pretty sure you, you're probably aware of like the pocket, pocket vaginas. Have you yes. seen those? I mean, yeah, Bob. Just think about it. You know, you walking around with a vagina in your pocket, and you know what I'm saying. So I can understand why somebody would see the the water snake or whatever it was and mistake it for a sex toy because it's a crazy ass, wild ass sex toys out there, man. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I really want to go into detail about that pocket vagina, but like I said, I don't want to violate any FCC laws there. So we keep it moving, man. <laughs> oh, we got what did we miss? We got Florida man arrested for eating pancakes in the middle of the street from a TV table while listening to Future Mask Off. What's the problem? Is something wrong with that? You can't, you can't sit in the middle of the street and eat pancakes. And listen to Mask Off. Mask Off is a great song, okay? It sounds like that flute part. Yeah, it's a great song. And Future, I think he'll be in concert here uh, coming up next month or two. But, um, yeah, man, like, what's the problem? Why, why would you arrest somebody for that? Especially in Florida, of all places. Why? Yeah, of all places. Yeah, it's like everyday behavior. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing uh, abnormal. Exactly. I agree with you. We got athletes and hoes. We have... Ex-Oklahoma ballers pop for pimping prostitute pom-pom cheerleaders on side streets throughout cities of Oklahoma, Stillwater, Norman, and Tulsa. 
Wait a minute. So you said are these former? You said Oklahoma, Football Oklahoma player. players? Yeah. Like the Sooners. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man. in Tulsa, Norman, and Stillwater. Okay. All right, hey man. You know they used to back in the day. Oklahoma used to be one of them programs, like like University of Miami and all that, and you know some of the wild programs you can think of. Like Oklahoma used to get in back in the day, man. You know what I'm saying? So I can see, you know, let's see, let's see who, who out there pimping, man. You know, I can see like a, a the Brian Bosworth, you know, Joe Mixon, <laughs> Sam Bradford. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Adrian Peterson, man. Yeah, they probably got holes all, all across all across the Oklahoma, man. Exactly. I'm right there with you. We have a Florida female college clique pop for trying to trade yam for dollars with undercover cops. Trying to trade, like, actual candy yams? Well, the white yams. Like, what oh. Jeezy rapping about? The yams. Oh. Okay. Alright. I'm with you then. I'm with you. Okay. Hey, man, you know, those, those yams, per se, you know, they... they they can go a long way, but you gotta be careful who you trying to sell them to, man. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of undercovers out there, man. You know, and you you know an undercover when you see one. Like, I can't see an undercover being that good when you think that he, you know, he a real dope boy. Like, it's some type of sign. Some type, you know what I'm saying, that they gonna give you and let you know they ain't legit, man. Random calls or just random trying to be your friend, you should be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm straight, bro. Yeah, man. Like, if you don't know this part, you're trying to be y'all buddy, buddy, but you ain't uh, kind of know yeah. who you are off the rip. You probably need to run away. Yeah, like, you know, they come up to you on the block and using your whole government name. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't never met them before in your life, man. Yeah, that's, that's telltale time right there. We have some naughty nightsticks. Off-duty NYPD detectives are pop filing themselves in front of teen girls on the subway. Alright, so we got teen girls on the subway. And you said these are these are these are cops. Off duty NYPDs. Following themselves hey, teen girls on the subway. Hey man, New York's a dirty city, man. It's a dirty place. Like you know, NYPD of course is known at, at times for being corrupt. You know, I can see that. Off duty also. Yeah, kinda like you know, kinda like it's like construction workers, you know what I'm saying? But see a pretty girl walk by, they're gonna do some food. You know, uh, inappropriate stuff, man. So I can I can see that happening. Yeah. And we got a Florida man arrested after stealing from Walmart using the shopping cart as a getaway car. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm surprised that more people haven't tried to do that. That's just like high or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They stealing something that, that you know the shopping cart is getaway. A getaway car there, man. Like, I would just love to see that actually go down. You know, how hilarious would that be, man? And it ended with him getting splashed right into a dang light pole. It didn't go well for him. Wow. Yeah, I Because he had no direction. Like, if you're in the car, my man, how are you directing the car if you're inside the car? Yeah. Why? You know? Yeah. Didn't think, didn't think that part through. But that would be hilarious. I'll just record something like that, man. That's, that's, that'd be a great Facebook Live video. Very much so. I definitely agree. And we got this one. Scattered, smothered, and covered. Alabama Waffle House employees are arrested after fighting and catching the fade from the customers 
over there competing baby daddies, knocking, knocking them up at the same damn time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so we at the Waffle House. I mean, it's no Waffle House IHOP. You know, it's known for fights to go down uh, at those uh, establishments. But um, so, yeah, these were these were two waitresses. Yes. Okay, and they were scrapping about the fact that they got the same the same every day. And they paid the same they, damn time. Wow, interesting, interesting. Okay, this man, he's very fertile. He's very fertile. Um, you know, uh, his soldiers are definitely marching there to be able to accomplish that feat. Congratulations to him. But, uh, but yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, who, who hasn't seen a good Waffle House fight? Like, you haven't been to Waffle House until you've seen some fisticuffs. I mean, this is the, the way of life, man. Exactly. I agree. But when you go to, there's always going to be someone going down to Waffle House. Waffle House, one restaurant over there has security, like at Waffle House. That's yeah, yeah. My either it's gonna be dirty or you're gonna see somebody fight. One of the two. Exactly. And here we go again. This theme. Florida nursing home worker arrested after posting videos on Snapchat of seniors having sex with each other while in private quarters. Ooh. Seniors gone wild. Seniors got sex things out there. Yes, using canes and you know, Lana Kane oh, no. and icy hot on each other. It was not pretty. Oh no! And the big ugly beige bras and stuff. Yeah. Yes, no, and I saw man. some um, some very tired looking vaginas. It looked like they was tired. Oh man! Don't tell me that, man. <laughs> Don't tell me that, boss. That's crazy, bro. But uh. Hey man, you know old people gotta get it in too, man. You know I hope, hope I get that age. I'm still, I'm still, you know, stroking or whatever, man. So more power to him, man. No doubt. We got West Constantine getting arrested for stripping a Dunkin' Donuts. Asked Dad to take pictures of her in handcuffs so she can post it on her Facebook page, show her friends how quote gangster she is. You know what? This is just a horrible job of parenting. Uh, I believe. <laughs> This poor, poor child, uh, parents have failed her. Um, for just to happen, like, how does it even get to that point? Like, so you strip it outside of the Krispy Kreme, Ducky Donuts, Ducky Donuts, like, and, and then your daddy there, and you want him to take pictures of you? Yeah. Like, like, where, where, did, where did they go wrong? You know what I'm saying? At that point, man. Like, bro, I mean, that couldn't be my daughter. First of all, she getting the ass beat, you know what I'm saying, for even, uh, for just the thought of stripping, first of all. You going to strip outside Dunkin' Donuts, you know what I'm saying? So you getting, you getting, you getting uh, some glaze and, and some tips at the same time, man? Like, what's, what's up, man? What, 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 what are we doing? Exactly, like, come on, this, this is crazy. And here we go. This is on Thor Yard, bro. I'm going to go slow for you. Florida woman arrested after attempting to impregnate woman she smuggled from Mexico by only feeding her beans and syringe shooting her boyfriend's man milk into her to make her their surrogate by proxy. Okay, that's a Lifetime movie. That's the next new Lifetime movie network uh, flick that's coming out. Okay, all right. I can see it now. I can see the cast and everything. 
we had to go ahead and produce his film boss and we get it off the ground. Like, this is something that's never been seen before. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has so many layers to it. Yeah. All right, so first of all, yeah, so... So she kid. So did she kidnap the woman from Mexico? Yes, smuggled off from Mexico. Yeah, smuggled off from Mexico. All right, and then she's trying to get her pregnant by artificially inseminating her yeah. with her boyfriend, uh, uh, milk. There, okay, okay. And trying to find uh, her uh, up yeah. on feeding her beans. Uh, and I forgot about the beans. Forgot about the beans. Okay, interesting. This is interesting, man. Y'all think we could definitely get this? Uh, Get this movie green lighted, man. Somebody produce it for us, dog. Like this, I think somebody, I think people will watch this, man. This is a this is a very layered movie. It's gonna be a happily ended or a bad ending. We need to make money off this, bro. This is a good exactly. story to make money off of, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. I, I, hell, I want to watch it. I pay for you. <laughs> no doubt. We got trapping out the cook, the quickie mart. Arkansas store manager pop for slanging meth and pills from behind the register. It's Arkansas. What else you want? To, what you expect him to do? He has no. It's Arkansas. I, I mean, like if I went to a uh, Quickie Mart or gas station in Arkansas, I'm expecting them to have some extra stuff they sell behind the counter. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not surprised it's Arkansas, man. Like I'm sure they probably got all kinds of stuff that we don't know about behind the counter, man. Little how how the world turns across that bridge, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cross the yeah, bridge, man. the world just changes over there. Cross the- it really does. <laughs> it really does, but like the things that you think is normal, or you think the things you think that is, is not normal, is, is normal over there, man. <laughs> we got Florida man arrested after being armed to the teeth with gun, machete, and ammo to rob Walmart. After ex-lover who worked there got him fired after their fling ended. Mmm, see that's why you don't have workplace relationships, man, because you might go crazy and think you Rambo. And, you know, <laughs> show up at the job with uh, camouflage and, you know, machetes and guns like you ready to go to war. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta, you gotta be careful, man. You gotta be more careful who you mess with, all right? Like, you gotta be able to control it. Like, if you know you ain't that strong individual that can handle that situation like that, and then I bet you another thing, boss, I bet it was good, too. And that's why he went crazy like that, too. I bet it was good, man. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. The chick looked very, very good. It'll be something oh, yeah. that me and you would definitely like. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, see, good. Good, uh... Meow will definitely make you do some crazy <laughs> things, man. Exactly. And this secret also good deal will according to this story. We got Georgia daycare That's workers crazy. arrested after leaving kids in van while getting piped up. Pipe it up. Pipe it, Pipe it up. up. Hey man, like, come on, I mean everybody. Like I said, everybody got to get it in. I understand that. But you got to put some, you gotta put your priorities in place, man. Like, you know, if you got kids, you can't, you can't leave the kids, lock them up, and, you know, whatever type of weather conditions. Like, after the kids are gone, you know, the parents pick up the Especially kids Especially with daycare work with kids in the van, off the, off the field trip. Oh, wow. Wow. Hey, man. Yeah, like I said, you just got to, it's, it's time and place for everything. Time and place for everything, man. Like, you know, they could even during the field trip or whatever. Like, they could have found it's just time and place for everything to where you don't get caught, man. Exactly. 
Florida man story. I'm going to throw you off right here. Florida man arrested after learning the hard way that a cute vaginitis does not mean that she has a cute vagina after he's given a mouth infection after going down on a woman who told him he had she had a cute vaginitis. Okay, so my first question will be, what the hell is a cute vaginitis? What is that? A fancy way for a yeast infection or inflammation of, 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 of the vagina. He I thought she had, a, she had a cute vagina. <laughs> he went down and he got messed up and went <laughs> off. And, he, and he, then he went, bro, he hit her with a bathroom and he got a mouth infection. He hit her with a mouth Damn. back. Damn, got to be more careful, man. Like, as soon as she said that, I was ask. First, I was asked what it was. Then I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. And then once I see what it is, I'm going to cuss her ass out. I ain't going to hit her with no bat. But I'm going to let her know how I feel for her even thinking that I was about to go down there. And she got a cute, a cute vaginitis going on. And I'm going to come up with mouth sores and, and mouth looking like a... Uh, uh, look like a salad, like you know, salad or bread, you know what I'm saying? Nah, it ain't going down like that. <laughs> and the final one for you, this is a uh, you probably heard about this story. Three Georgia crackheads are now in jail after causing the I 85 fire and collapse here in Atlanta and causing it to be shut down to June 15th. This might be the most incredible story I've ever, ever heard in my life, all right? Like, of course, it made world news about the, uh, the bridge there uh, collapsing. But who in a, you know, wildest imagination would have thought that not only did somebody set fire to the bridge, but crackheads, actually. How? How? How is that possible? Like, who even had the idea to think about, hey, let's go burn the bridge? Like, what? what how did this happen? How's that come to be one of your thoughts, like, for real? Man, I need some answers, boss. I need answers, man. Well, the answer is they claim they was getting high. They was so high, they threw some fire on, on top of some carts, and the carts kind of got out of control, and, it went, and the flames just went everywhere. Because of the fibers under the bridge, they still say stuff under the bridge, too, which I don't know why, but it got flammable stuff under the bridge, and it, it just went haywire. It was one thing leading to another thing, to another thing. Hey, well, call me ignorant because I didn't know a fire could destroy a bridge. I, I didn't know that, man. <laughs> like, I'm thinking of a bridge of that nature can withstand anything. I didn't know a fire could break it down, man. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it surprised me, too. Like, thank yeah, God man. I live on the east side. Thank God for yeah. the Cato is great. I mean, because they land traffic already horrible, but imagine that, man. Yeah. Like a piece of bridge is gone,
No doubt, man. You know, got clicks popping, man. I believe the clicks in Atlanta also, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I got to double check that. But, you know, man, we do our thing in clicks every Saturday night, man. With the karaoke, you know, here in Memphis and everything, man. So we got the world's greatest karaoke show going on in the city here at clicks every Saturday night. You know, holler at your boy on Facebook, you know, Jonathan C. Smith and all that good stuff, man. If you're in the city, you want to come through and check it out, man. And pretty soon, man, you know, you try to get back on the sports radio game, man. Try to do some things with the, with the big bad boss man as well, man. On sports radio stuff, dog. So trying to make some things happen, man. I might, I might be in the A one day doing sports radio. You never know, man. No doubt, we definitely hope so, folks. This is business with possible right here on the Boss Man Show. And if you don't know, now you know, you know. your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also a vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work, a college education both in and out of the classroom 
is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.